Welcome to the Ark Church Podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearkchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. Okay, good evening, you guys. I'm so glad we have this time at Healing Class and that you're here. Um, I trust that God is just going to really speak to everybody, wherever you are, whatever you're believing for, um, for healing in your body, in your emotional well-being. God is good, and he heals us, and he helps us. And most of all, as I've been praying this, this today, I'm just praying that you hear individually a word from the Lord what you need and that you you really get accustomed to hearing the voice of the Lord and you're like I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt God just spoke to me he gave me this word there's nothing nothing like hearing from God and all of us can hear from God he wants us to hear from him and it brings such a security and a comfort to our life so are you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's grab our Bible and say this. This is my Bible. It's God's word to me. It strengthens me. It refreshes me. It's medicine to me. I love to read my Bible. I love to read my Bible. The, I love it. I, I'll tell you, the, the word of God, and you have to think of it like this, is life is medicine. God's word has a medicinal quality in it that will bring you wholeness and soundness in your life. Now there's a there's a worksheet here. It's not really a worksheet. It's just if you'd like to to um, have some notes or make some notes here. And then on the back here, when you go home, you can confess these five scriptures over and over and over again until they get deep on the inside of you. That'll be our our little work work, uh, homework that we do. But I'm going to share with you uh, today about becoming well again, becoming well again, that God wants you to become well again. Maybe you're not there right now. Maybe you're, you've had a diagnosis or you're not feeling very good or you're not feeling very emotionally stable. You can become well again. God can heal your life completely. And I'm going to talk about a story tonight in King James. It talks about and uses a word amend. And that word amend means getting better, improving at something. Now, we know that in life, we believe in things that can improve. We can improve in our academics by going to school, right? You can grow stronger in that area. You can improve in in your physical strength by working out, which I don't really like to do that much, but you actually can improve in those things, right? So we know that in the natural, things can get better and things can improve. Think about if you've ever had your house redone. Has anybody here had their house remodeled? Have you had your house remodeled? Oh, that is just not a fun thing to do until afterwards. But you know it's going to get better. You have this idea, but oh my goodness, it takes a while. When we had our house done uh, about four or five years ago, I didn't expect them to gut it. And when I walked in and they gutted my house, I was like, 
oh, God, please help me. Let them really put it back together again. <laughs> and I had to be so patient for weeks. We were living out of boxes, Alan. I could barely find my shoes and clothes. I'm like, I, I don't know where anything is. But I was so thankful at the end of it when everything was put back together. And it was actually better than it was before. So we do really believe in the natural that things are life, many different things and situations can improve. They can get better and sometimes even be better than they were before. It's the reason why we go through marriage counseling too sometimes. Why? Why do you go to a counselor? Why? Because you want to improve your relationship so things can get better. The reason why I, I felt impressed to share this with you is often when you're praying for healing of any sort in the emotional realm or in the physical realm, we often think of it like a miracle. A miracle would be something that's more instantaneous. It's going to happen right away. You, we will call them miracle services or the pain lifts right away. There are times that God absolutely works that way. So don't ever stop believing for miracles. They happen all the time. But there's also healing in the Bible that you could see recovery where there's going to be improvement, where you're getting better and you're in continuing to get stronger. You're con continuing to gain strength and that is healing too. Or you're growing sounder and stronger emotionally. That's all healing. That's what a restoration and a recovery is. Now we know that in the natural, if you go to the hospital and you have surgery, a surgery, you have to recover, right? You don't feel so good when they do surgery on you. You have to, it takes a little bit of time. And you already have that in your mind that I'm going to need to gain some strength. And so if you think of that with the things of God too, with what you're praying, that I can begin to improve, I can begin to get stronger, the healing power of God can work in my life to bring about a healing and a cure. That's a response that I used all the time as I was recovering. It did take me some time to recover. You may ask, why did it take me? It did take me longer than I think it has to take most people. But it took me a long time because I had a big diagnosis that I was faced with and I really didn't understand God as a healer. So I had to learn about him as a healer. I had to grow in my belief and faith in him as a believer at the same time I needed healing. So it took me a little time to catch up. I want to encourage you tonight that God is a healer and no matter where you are, whether this is new to you, whatever diagnosis or whatever's happened in your life, that God can speak to you and you can receive healing. No matter how you're like, well, I don't know anything about this and I've been given stage four or something or the doctors can't do anything to me or I've already experienced a loss. God can still work no matter where you are in your life and bring about a healing to you. You can catch up. And a lot of it's going to come from just simply the scriptures. I absolutely love reading the Bible. And Alan will talk about it often because this is the way you begin to hear from God. And God begins to speak specifically to you. 
Now, just to kind of encourage you along these lines too, and I, I, I just trust more of what I sensed this morning as I was praying for everyone that was going to be here, praying for all of you to be here, that you'd hear from the Lord and be very, very encouraged that God is working on your behalf, that whatever you're going through matters to him. And in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 3, I remember reading, and I thought it was so interesting. It says, there's a time to heal. Isn't that interesting? Now, the first verse of Ecclesiastes 3 says, everything's beautiful in its time. There's a time to heal. So don't let that bother you. For a while, as I was recovering, the time bothered me. I'm like, this is taking a little too long. How come it's taking me so long? Or how come I have another thing I have to deal with? Or what the time factor here? When time didn't bother me anymore, it took something away from the enemy from just tormenting me a little bit. I was like, time doesn't bother me. There's a time to heal and the healing power of God. Now I kept this in my mouth. The healing power of God is at work in me. It's working. It's working. God's healing power is working and it will bring about a healing and a cure. That phrase that I use is based off of Jeremiah 33, 6. So you want to begin to form your conversations around the word of God. It makes all the difference in the world during this time of healing that we're in. So think of it like, okay, I can recover, I can improve, I can amend, I can get better, and there is a time to heal. The mere fact that you're here says, okay, this is, a, this is what I'm setting time aside for to heal. Now, hearing from the Lord, so interesting as you read the scriptures. Um, I was praying when one of my grandchildren was born and it was a day, it was a Friday morning and I had some extra time and I'm sitting at my kitchen table and I'm reading my Bible and I'm praying and I'm like, thank you, Lord, that this baby was born. And, and I'm reading in Ecclesiastes 3, kind of an odd place. It wasn't think in my reading or anything. And I'm reading, oh, everything is beautiful in its time. And it talks about a time to be born. And I rested on verse 7 where it says, a time to sew, stitch something up. This is a time when something's pulled apart and time when something's stitched together, sewing. And I thought, how funny that this baby was just born and it's a time to sew, stitch up. So I actually, in my Bible, I like to take a pencil and write dates. And I wrote, this little grandbaby was born. For some reason, this verse came to me. I had no idea the Lord was speaking very specifically to me. And, and I'm praying that you begin to hear these same things. It was maybe mm, six, seven hours later, I get a call from my child and they went, they found something wrong with the baby. They're going to put the baby and transfer the baby and they have to go into surgery and they're gonna do surgery on the baby and something's gotta be stitched up. I thought, stitched up? I, I just, my eyes just rested on, it's a time to sew. 
next to the baby and I didn't even know what I was getting and the Lord's like I'm going to give you a little tip here it's a time to sow I cannot tell you how that encouraged me in the sense of the baby's going into surgery but this thing will be sewed up the Lord will stitch it up now let me let me tell you this this is very very interesting and I believe the Lord wants to speak here the word in the Strong's definition of the word Rapha If you say Jehovah Rapha, where that's said in the Old Testament, it means the Lord is our healer. That word Rapha, that word healer in the Hebrew means this. And I have it on your paper. It means to cure, a cause to heal. It's on the bottom. A physician, repair, repair. To thoroughly make whole, to mend or to stitch. Stitching. To cure, to heal, physician, thoroughly make whole. That word, so the Lord, our healer, can actually be defined as the one who mends us stitch by stitch. Now, that's a recovery, wouldn't you say? That stitch by stitch, maybe not the whole thing, but stitch by stitch, it's recovering. God is a healer and he can help us recover stitch by stitch. Isn't that wonderful what God does? Let me tell you too, God made you. And in your body is actually already natural healing. If you cut yourself, and I'm not medical this way, but I read it online. (laughs) So... If you cut yourself without any ointment or medication or a Band-Aid, your body will begin to heal itself. It'll form a blood clot and a scab to protect. It, it starts to heal itself. That's how God made us. He's not only a good God, he's a healer. He knew that things would happen in our life. And that's why he said, when you see Jesus coming, he goes about and he heals people. He brings relief. He brings comforts. He brings words to people because that's who he is. And like a father or a parent who wants to calm a child, he's like, I'm going to help you. It's going to be okay. And sometimes, you know, we're like, but you don't understand. But, but wait, what happened? He's like, I got it. There's an answer here. So you have the word of God here that you can read in general all the time. As you read it continuously, the Lord will speak a specific, what you would call a rhema word to you. That's so to your heart, it it, it strengthens you, makes all the difference in the world, hearing that word. So I want to show you a story of a man who heard a word from the Lord, and it's in John chapter 4. It's called the nobleman's uh, son. Now, just before I, I go into this, this is in the area of Cana. Okay, so we know Cana because the first miracle or sign and wonder that Jesus did in Cana was at a wedding, right? At this wedding, I just think this is interesting because the Bible lists this as the second miracle. So you the first one in Cana, what happens is 
the composition of water is turned to wine. So water is turned into wine. Something is changed. The whole composition of something is changed. So hold that in your heart here because something's going to be changed in this realm too, in the, in the area of a healing. Also, we're going to see the word time. You're going to see time in this story as well. Another thing, it's so interesting, in the story where waters turn to wine at the wedding, Mary, Jesus' mother, says to him, and it's such a key to all of our life, she says actually to the servants, she says, whatever he says to you, do it. That's a key. I'm sure the servants, when he said, fill up these huge jars with water, were like, what? Why? That doesn't make sense. Sometimes the Lord will have you say or pray something, and you're like, it doesn't seem related to what I'm needing. But whatever the Lord says or speaks to you, I want to encourage you tonight, do that. And God can change things and turn things in your life. It's amazing. In your body, in your soul, in your whole life. He's a master at changing and turning things. He turns things that are upside down, right side up. Amazing what he does. So here we go, the nobleman's son. So Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman, which is a royal official, so he probably worked for the king, whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So listen, just let me just pause here. No matter what stage you're in of sickness or diagnosis or anything. Here's a point of death. So it doesn't matter. God can still work. Even if you've had loss, God can still work. Don't think he can't do something. He's an amazing miracle worker, and he's a very loving father. And he's a healer. And remember, he can mend things stitch by stitch. We're going to be patient with those stitches, right? And allow God to do some things. Then in verse 48, Jesus said to him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. Now you've heard people say, I'll believe it when I see it. But actually with the things of God, I mean, they say, I'll, did I get that right? When I see it, I'll believe it is what most people say, right? In the kingdom of God, it's you believe it and then you'll see it. So he's saying to him, are you not going to believe me if you don't see something? And that's a good question to ask yourself. Do I have to see it to believe it? Or do I just believe you, Lord? I just choose to believe you and believe your word and believe what you're saying to me. I choose to believe that you're good and you're God. I choose to believe that you're a healer and you love me and you'll talk to me and you'll help me. Okay, here we go. The nobleman said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. So he's not quite understanding. And he asks him again. Jesus said to him, go your way. 
your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him. And he went his way. And as he was now going, his servants met him and told him, saying, your son lives. And he inquired of them the hour, the time when he got better. And they said to him, the seventh hour, the fever left him. About one o'clock in the afternoon is what they're saying. So the father knew that it was at that same hour in which Jesus said to him, your son lives and he himself believed and his whole household. This again is the second sign Jesus did when he had come out of Judea into Galilee. This is how I received healing. I just began reading, as you could tell, all the the healing passages really slow. And I'd start and stop and I'd think about them. And I'd ask myself questions and I'd pray. Like, you know, do do I believe you without seeing something? Oh, God, help me, because I like to see things, and I need help there, because I have been basing my faith on what I see, so could you help me there? So I would take the passage, and I would begin to pray these certain things out, and I'd look. I love so many things about this story. A nobleman, a royal official, it's interesting that Jesus does different things in every different scenario, and there's no respect of persons. You're thinking, a royal official oh well you know okay well I'm gonna go with you because you're you you know you have this position I he doesn't now he does go with some people and offers to go with other people in the scriptures but not here he's like I'm not gonna come this time that's not how it's gonna happen And even if you don't understand some things, you can always ask the Lord again. He asks him again, but um, my child's going to die. Like, are you going to come? Jesus is like, "Mm, that's not how this is going to happen this time. That's why whatever he says in your particular situation, you want to do. You can't follow somebody else's pattern of healing either. The basic things that are scriptural, yes, but sometimes specifically the Lord will ask different people to do different things. That's why he doesn't heal all blind people the same. He does it different. It's unique. But what's so special about that is that you personally begin to feel very loved by God. You begin to feel that when he talks to you, he cares about your life. He knows you. It makes such a big difference on the inside of your life. I love what happens in this whole story too. You could see the, the, the time. When did the child, King James says, begin to amend? When did the child begin to get better? The moment Jesus spoke. The hour Jesus spoke, healing began. It says a fever left at one. Doesn't necessarily mean he was completely whole. He may have still been recovering at this time. What they said is, he's going to live. The fever left. He's going he's to live. We're getting better here. So you could see that there's a time of healing, and healing began when Jesus spoke. Now, this man moved off of and went his way according to what the Lord spoke to him. What the Lord speaks to someone else won't necessarily apply to you always. 
Some people, I've heard their testimonies, are they really had unforgiveness in their life. And they needed to forgive some people. And it really, really helped them in their soul and in their healing. Other people, they need to get their words corrected or straighter, or your relationship with the Lord needs to get right. A beautiful thing, too, about this scripture, yes, the boy gets healed. And that's a wonderful thing on earth. But the nobleman and his whole family believe in Jesus. And it looks like in the scriptures, this whole household gets saved. So you have eternity here, which is the most important thing. Jesus shows us healing in the scriptures because he's like, I'm good and I love you and I care about you. Remember, he took stripes on his back before he got to the cross. He's like, I want to make sure everything's taken care of for you. Everything that could hurt you in life, even brokenhearted, he knew we would have those problems. So he said, I came to heal your brokenheartedness. The most important thing, this whole household gets saved. So your healing, your receiving healing, your receiving a freedom can affect your whole household and can cause somebody else to get saved. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? That, that always gives me a very strong motivation to, my victory is not just for me so I could, you know, watch TV a little more comfortably. My victory is for somebody else, maybe, to see how good God is, and they could actually even get saved. What a reason to want to receive healing and wholeness, and let me add in here, soundness of mind. I've had both. I've had, because of pancreas problems, a lot of physical pain. I, I understand physical pain. I had a lot of physical pain with the pancreas. But I think my, uh, the thing that hurt me most was emotional pain in my heart when you can't sleep at night. I was like, I can't seem to get this pain off of me. God, I need help here. And he helped me. And I saw him help my daughter too. He helps us as a people. Keith Moore, he taught, um, he comes here and preaches. He taught in healing classes in Tulsa, Oklahoma for 20 years. And he said he was working with a, um, a patient or a person that was asking for healing. They were in the hospital. They were getting worse, really bad. Everything was looking very, very bad. And he said he didn't know what to do, but he just asked the man, and the man was very discouraged. He said, okay. Let's start here. Do you believe you could get a little bit better tomorrow or not be as bad as you are today? Do you think tomorrow could just be could just a little bit better? He said, okay, I don't have a lot of faith. I can't believe for a lot. I could believe I could be a little bit better tomorrow. He said, all right, that's all we're going to believe for. And he had a better day. And then the next day he went, he said, do you believe you can get a little bit better? He says, okay, I believe that I can get a little bit better the next day. So they prayed and believed a little bit better. They did it every day, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, till guess what? He was completely healed. He improved, he grew better. Don't get upset if you don't have the whole thing. You can get better, you can improve, you can recover, you can heal 
God can be mending you stitch by stitch. <laughs> I heard him one time too say this. He said a little girl came to him and said, do you see this scab? I mean, look, I, I hurt my knee. She had fallen off of her knee and she just ripped the Band-Aid off. And with that, she ripped the whole scab too. And he said, how many times is something healing and God's working in our life and we just rip the whole thing off and we hurt it ourselves. So we don't want to do that. We want to allow God's healing mercies to continue to work in us. Now, God's words are medicine. If you think of God's words like a treatment, many people, you know, if you've been in, in doctor's office, you spend a lot of time there. You know, a lot of time there, you're just sitting there doing a treatment or whatever. Think of God's words like a treatment. The fact that you're here, you journeyed like the nobleman did. You journeyed. He was about 16 miles from where Jesus was. Probably walked. A lot of people walked. Would have taken what I can estimate maybe five to six hours. Okay, so he walks to go to him. He's asking for help and for mercy. And then it says the next day he goes. So he doesn't even walk home. If that was spoken at one o'clock, he could have walked home. He didn't. It was the next day. So he either spent the night there and it was the next day because it says yesterday. He didn't get home till the next day. He really believed the word God spoke to him. He really rested on the word that God spoke to him. Your son lives. Now, with whatever you're dealing with right now, just in your own imagination of your heart, if the Lord were to speak to you right now and say, you're going to be okay. Healing power is working in you. You're going to come through this. Could you grab hold of that? You can be stronger and you'll get stronger, and there's not only a healing for you, there's a cure. Jeremiah 33, 6, that cure means there's an end, and it's a good end. It's a good end. I talk about emotionally, too, when my daughter was in a very unhealthy relationship, and she was not emotionally sound at all. And, boy, it was very hard to see. That was a hard one as a mom to see. I was like, Lord, I, I need help and she needs help. And um, thank God you came to heal the brokenheartedness. There's a lot of loss here. She began reading the scriptures. And when she began reading the scriptures, she began to recover. She began to get sound and stronger emotionally. It was over time. And I'll never forget the day. We had heard so much crying. I could hear her cry so much. I had asked the Lord, please, Father, help me not hear the sound of her crying all the time. And I'll never forget the day I was like, she's humming. Alan, listen, she's humming. And if she's humming, she's healing. Do you know that God wants a melody in your heart that you could sing again? No matter how sad you are, no matter what's happened to you, you really can sing again. Not because everything's perfect on the outside, but because of who he is on the inside. He becomes your joy. He heals you at heart. And it's just something that God does. He's so good. He's so kind. He's so merciful. And what you're going through is not something he can't help at whatever point it is.
I want to encourage you, come to the Lord like you did tonight. You journeyed here. You came here. You made time to come here. That's what the nobleman did. God sees that. That matters. And ask him for help. Sometimes I know I've assumed I've talked to the Lord, and I haven't. I haven't asked him. I'm like, you know, okay, I'm wondering why this hasn't gone away. But I never really have asked the Lord. And I want to ask you, have you asked the Lord for help or healing? Have you talked to the Lord, real natural-like? Tell him everything you're feeling. Lord, this scares me. I just, I need help here. I need you to be obvious with me. Would you just speak a word to me so that I know how to hear your voice? The Bible says in Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. I love that. Knock and the Lord will open the door. He's not going to be like, no soliciting. Boom. <laughs> no. That's why as a kid, I just, oh, man, it was hard for me. Was anybody a brownie or a Girl Scout or a Boy Scout? Did you have to sell things, go door to door? Oh. I was like, I just, I, I just go, I try to be brave, and I'm like, <laughs> I barely knock at all. And I had a little girl come to me. Alan bought a bunch of Girl Scout cookies lately. And this little girl, she, I'm thinking she had no voice because her mother's like, say hello. Okay, the Girl Scout. I think her mother knocked on the door when she came. She was like, I was like, I get you. I was just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you've been that with me. You're like, I just, ugh. and are you that way with the Lord? If you knock and ask and seek the Lord, you're already seeking because you're already here. So you got that part. Ask him knock, he will open to you. God is open to you. He'll even give you wisdom. If you're like, I don't know what treatments, how do I? He said he'd give wisdom to you with an open hand. He will tell you specifically, like I got that word, a time to sew. Stitch by stitch. I wasn't connecting it at all. I was just reading my Bible and praying. The Lord's like, I want to give you a little something and it's just for you. And you'll know it later on. That's why reading your Bible at this time, I couldn't read my Bible enough. And then speaking the Bible, read it out loud. It'll help you. It always helps me. It's life. It's medicine to absolutely all of our flesh. Every part of our body, the Bible is medicine for. And our emotions our soundness of mind, it'll help you so, so much. I know it has me, and I saw my, my daughter get sound. It took a little bit, but again, don't let time bother you. If you're like, I, I, the moment you're like, okay, it doesn't bother me at all, you take something out of the enemy's hand. You're like, that doesn't scare me anymore. It doesn't matter. Healing power's working. There's a healing and a cure. There's going to come an end, and it's going to be a good one. And I believe I'll get better tomorrow. Don't let a bad day bother you either. Sometimes you just have a no good bad day, right? You're like, I don't like today. Tomorrow will be better. Why do you say that? Because the Bible says there's new mercies every morning. Tomorrow we'll have a new mercy. I don't know how, but he said it would. And he's merciful. There'll be something of God for tomorrow for me. And I just trust that. And that's how you get through these times to heal. That's how you get through painful moments or if you can't sleep. <laughs> if I can't sleep, I get a little, okay, fine. Well, then I'm going to just read my Bible out loud and I'm just going to pray 
and I get real sleepy. So just, just like, you know, like do those types of things and it'll get you through those nighttime seasons and you'll find that the Lord is directing you. Remember, he's Jehovah Rapha. He's a God that heals, he cures, he mends us stitch by stitch. We can recover and improve and get better and be made whole. As soon as Jesus spoke the word to the nobleman, as soon as it, healing began. I always, in my visual, I like visuals. That's how I learn, thought of healing. When hands were laid on me, when I received healing and I had a word of the Lord come to me, it was the Lord's prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I was like, if I go to heaven, I know I'm going to be healed. That's your will. Well, your will on earth as it is in heaven. That was the word the Lord specifically spoke to me, like he spoke to the nobleman. Go your way. Your, your child lives. That was the word he spoke to me. When I got that, I just believed that, and I began speaking that all the time. But th- you want to believe the word that God, at that moment, I was saying this, the visual I got was like an Alka-Seltzer. Ever have Alka-Seltzer? I don't know if anybody takes them. You put that tablet in the water, and it just dissolves. I kept thinking, healing's dissolving in me. Healing is just going throughout. It's working. You can still see the tablet for a while, but that's okay. It's going to dissolve. The word of God will work. The word of God works mightily. It works night and day. It works all the time. Underneath the word of God, healing comes. Underneath the word of God comes deliverance. I love these these words God gives us. And then he'll speak a specific word that nobody else can give you. Nobody else can give you. They'll try. Honestly, we don't have words that can heal. Only God's words heal. And they heal the soul. He said he would heal us on the inside. Don't just get physical healing. Get the whole thing. Every part of my life, I'm asking that it's made whole. Every wound closed. Everything closed. And sometimes when you're sick, it brings up other stuff too that you hadn't dealt with. Let the Lord deal with all of it. So we're going to talk to him. We're going to ask him. We're going to seek after him by reading our Bible. We're going to knock knowing you open to me. You'll talk to me. And then we're going to believe those words that he gives to us. How do we know the nobleman believed the word? He went his way. He didn't have to go his way. When Jesus said, go your way, your son lives, he would have gone, how come you're not coming? Do you know who I am? It's like you're like every other person. Go your way. He didn't go, no, my son will die. Did you hear me again? He asked again, and then he went his way. And he went his way on that word of God so much, it was a night and a day before he heard anything. It was the next day. Wow, you can believe the word of God. When I was in healing class and I was right in a class like this, asking God to help me and heal me in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it was 1993. I don't know who said it, but they said this and I didn't understand it. It said, faith is stepping out in the aching void with nothing under your feet but the word of God. But the word of God will hold you up. The word of God that God speaks to you will hold you up. 
the word of God is God and he upholds us with his righteous right hand and somehow or another can hold you steady in the midst of life. No matter what's happening, God's like, I'm right here. Read my word, believe my word, speak my word in the middle of it and you'll come through. And your victory, you'll actually be able to help somebody else. And someone else can actually even get saved by watching God work in your life. A whole household gets saved because of this healing. Because he believed the word that was spoken to him. So you have to make that decision. Father, thank you. You speak to me. I can hear your voice. If I'm talking to someone all the time, I recognize their voice. I know their voice. If I don't know, if I don't talk to someone a while, I have to go, you know, talk. Who? It's kind of embarrassing. If they know you and you're like, I don't, I don't know who this is. I'm so sorry. Could you like tell me who this is? Why? Because I haven't listened to their voice in a while. If you listen to the voice of the Lord and you begin to read the scriptures and you're listening as, as Alan speaking in these classes with the word of God, you're going to recognize that's God's voice. That's him right there. I know he's speaking to me. There's nothing more powerful than that. Well, I'll tell you, you can step out in a void with that word and you'll see it through. That's all I had. Doctors had nothing they could do for me, but God had something, and God has something for you too. It's who he is. He can mend us stitch by stitch. And I just wanted to encourage you to hear, in believing, listen, Psalm 86, 7 says, in the day of my trouble, I'll call upon you and you'll answer me. God is responsive. He's not someone who just ignores you. Don't you love friends like that? You just don't hear from them. You... You maybe send something and you just don't hear from them. God's not like that. He's responsive. You call out to him. You talk to him. He will answer you. He will respond to you. He can find a way. He knows how to get truth to you. He knows how to get an answer to you. It could be with a song. It could be in the most amazing way. And the Lord's like, that's me. Do you hear me? I can get an answer to you. And he wants to. He opens the door wide for us. How does he do it? Psalm 107.20 says he sends his word. And in his word, is healing and deliverance. He sends his word. He will give you a word. Every word of God has life in it. It has medicine in it. It has everything you need. So when you get a word from the Lord, you have gold. You have something very special when you have, because he sends his word and it heals and it delivers. Amazing. No side effects either. I love that part. And you can speak that word. You can't speak it enough. Speak God's words all the time. But as you're recovering with time, I want to show you this, improving and getting better. Psalm 19.7 says this, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure it makes wise the simple. God's words convert and change something, just like it did that first miracle, water to wine. That word converting means to alter a physical, chemical state of something to cause to change the composition of something. 
God can turn things around in your life. It actually says in Psalm 41, he can turn the sickbed. I like that. You're sick, he's like, I could turn it. How does he do it? The word of God converts us. It can change something, the composition of something in our soulish realm. Nobody can do that. You could go to a counselor for years and sometimes not have a conversion, something change and turn for you on the inside. But God can do that. If you're taking counseling or medicine, take it with the scriptures. No matter what you're taking, take the scriptures with it. That's why the five scriptures I gave you there, speak them all the time. Add, put God in the middle of it so that it just works supernaturally. Above what the natural can, it's going to work supernatural because I'm going to factor God in here. I'm going to put his medicine in here. I'm going to put his life, his breath in the middle of this, and he's going to see me through. He's so, so, so good. So um, one last little story here I want to encourage you with. Um, I've talked about, and you know that I've received healing in my physical body, but my daughter emotionally was not okay for a, for a while. And so the healing of the brokenhearted was another thing that I was praying for. And it took some time to see that recovery. I had to be okay with the time. And I was not always patient. I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I, I, can we hurry this up a little bit? But I found comfort in recovering. It's interesting because actually Janet walked alongside Christina at this time and was praying with her. And it's so interesting. She said she went to Cracker Barrel and she found this blanket that she liked. She said she liked the pattern and she liked the color. So she went to Cracker Barrel. She got this blanket to um, give to Christina, but it had a, a tear in it. And she, but she liked it, so she said she just sewed it. And as she sewed it, she got in her heart, God's repairing and making her whole stitch by stitch and she'll be intact. When she gave it to Christina, it looked like the furthest thing from reality. She wasn't okay. But God's like, but she will be. She has that blanket today and she is. And when I go to visit in her house, I, I always look for that little, little mark where it's stitched because that's what God does. He stitches us, mends us, closes up the wounds stitch by stitch to where you're totally intact, to where you're healed and you're whole and you're sound. And sometimes when I see that stitch, it needs another little stitch or two. You know, you'll always need healing. What you're dealing with now, you'll need more all the time. And there's always going to be some stitches that we need in our life. God wants to cover you. He's opened a door for you. He wants you to be okay. And I believe that's some of the word of the Lord for you. He wants you to be able to sing again. He wants you to be able to live again and to live real, real sweet and good too with a peace in your heart. So let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person here. 
every family represented, and I thank you for your healing mercies. And the word of God, your words, Father, like the dew from heaven falling on them, that they can hear your voice, Father, in these weeks coming, absolutely hear a word from you they can stand on and see your healing mercies all the way through to a cure, Father. I thank you, and I ask you that they not get discouraged, but they have great patience and perseverance, and each day they begin to see new mercies and realize I'm recovering, I'm improving, I'm getting better, and I love you, Lord, with all my heart. And I thank you that many people can get saved and heal on account of what's happened to them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God's good. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message has blessed you. Don't forget to check us out on all the social platforms. We're uploading encouraging content on a regular basis. For more information, go to thearcchurch.com. Have a great week.